0: Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage, I'm Jim Campbell. On recent editions of the Electronic Cottage, we've discussed the enormous amount of information that school systems and the vendors that they're using for their digital education information systems are collecting about students these days. This has become such a potential problem that even the FBI issued an alert about possible identity fraud, and worse and several senators have requested information about the amount and the type of information that these over 50 educational technology companies are collecting on students and how that information is being protected. The answer to the latter question, it seems, is not particularly well. That amount of personal information in one place is likely to draw the attention of hackers, and so companies have a special obligation to make sure that this very personal student, and often teacher, information is safe. If history is any guide, high-end criminal hacking syndicates and even foreign government-sponsored hackers are sure to find such a huge concentration of personal information tempting. Not to mention 16-year-old student hackers. In fact, At the DEFCON conference in Las Vegas in August of 2019, an 18-year-old named Bill Temerkabi presented the results of his after-school hacking hobby that he began when he was 16. He decided to look into software systems used by his school, and thousands of others, to see what he could get access to. The software he looked at is produced and maintained by edtech companies Blackboard and Follett. In Blackboard's case, it's called community engagement software. In Follett's case, it's the student information system software. What Dimmer Copy discovered should be very unsettling to students, parents, and school administrators. As Wired reported, when he started poking around Blackboard, he found 5 million records from 5,000 schools in 24 different categories that were vulnerable to access, including records for students and for teachers, including student grades, immunization records, schedules, even students' cafeteria balances, as well as encrypted passwords. Follett software included a range of data categories as well, including things like special education status and number of suspensions. Follett software also stored reams of passwords, except that those passwords were not encrypted in any way. They were completely readable. There's a lot more to this story, but the point here is that this kind of student, and in some cases, teacher, personal information probably shouldn't have been collected in a central place in the first place, but if it was, that information should have been locked down tight. Obviously, it wasn't. As Dimmer Copy put it, quote, The access I had was pretty much anything the school had. The state of cybersecurity in education software is really bad, and not enough people are paying attention to it. End quote. Amen. We predict that we'll be hearing more about this kind of problem as schools and ed tech vendors keep increasing the amount of student surveillance and data collection taking place in our schools. We'll see what happens. Meanwhile, a group of researchers at Princeton have published a draft paper entitled, quote, Dark Patterns at Scale, Findings from a Crawl of 11,000 Shopping Websites, end quote. What, you may say? Dark patterns? What the heck does that mean? Does it refer to the background color of shopping websites? And why should I care anyway? We should all care, because any of us that uses the web, especially for shopping or other transactions that involve money, or for providing personal information, are affected. Dark patterns in this context have nothing to do with shades of gray or color wheels. As the authors put it, quote, Dark patterns are user interface design choices that benefit an online service by coercing, steering, or deceiving users into making decisions that, if fully informed and capable of selecting alternatives, they might not make. Such interface design is an increasingly common occurrence on digital platforms, including social media and shopping websites, mobile apps, and video games. At best, dark patterns annoy and frustrate users. At worst, dark patterns can mislead and deceive users, for example, by causing financial loss, tricking users into giving up vast amounts of personal data, or inducing compulsive and addictive behavior in adults and children. And although we don't quote them here, This paragraph includes references to 13 other studies already done on different aspects of what the authors are talking about. The authors go on to explain that, quote, while prior work has provided a starting point for describing the types of dark patterns, there is no large-scale evidence documenting the prevalence of dark patterns or a systematic and descriptive investigation of how the various types of dark patterns harm users," End quote. So, the authors designed tools that allowed them to analyze 53,000 pages on the 11,000 most popular shopping sites on the web. Their tools simulated user interactions with these web pages. They discovered 1,841 dark pattern instances together representing 15 types and 7 categories of dark patterns on those web pages. And guess what? We, who shop for items on the web, are probably interacting with some of those dark patterns, which are trying to quote, benefit an online service by coercing, steering, or deceiving users into making decisions that, if fully informed and capable of selecting alternatives, they might not make." End quote. In other words, as Shoshana Zuboff puts in her book, The Age of Surveillance Capitalism, we are being, quote, herded by very clever designs, use of partial information, misinformation, and even psychological manipulation to purchase items we might not otherwise purchase at prices we might not otherwise pay, and or to provide personal information we might not otherwise offer on the web. This is a huge issue, one that potentially affects anyone who makes a purchase or fills in a form with personal information on the web. And it's one that we don't hear a lot about. We'll try to help remedy that lack of attention to the uses of dark patterns on the web as best we can. Right here on Future Editions, of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.